Looking for a way to keep your kids or grandkids entertained? Just tell your smart speaker to play Vision Kids Radio. Vision Kids! Problem solved. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Money, as it turns out, is a pretty good servant, but a brutal master. So many people chase so hard after wealth that instead of money serving them, they end up becoming slaves to it. That which promised so much instead becomes the source of much pain. It's not what we expected, it's just what happens. Bernie Diamond, and thank you so much for joining me again. Today we're going to be chatting about money from a different perspective. I'm not sure if you've ever had this experience, but over the years, a couple of times, I've worked for the odd, incredibly difficult boss. You go to work at a place and, and you always go there filled with hope, at least I do, but all of a sudden you discover a fly in the ointment. What looked like a rosy opportunity when you read the job advertisement you know, that classic dynamic company looking for highly motivated individual to do whatever. What looked even rosier during the job interview, what caused you to celebrate when they rang you to tell you that you'd been successful in securing the position, it all collapses around your ears. Why? Because your boss is a, a mean and unreasonable and bad-tempered so-and-so, and that one individual is completely ruining your life. So you persist. I mean, the pay's pretty good and the company's pretty good and perhaps it's even close to home. But little by little, this despot grinds you to the ground. We're talking together over this week and coming weeks about the whole subject of wealth. So many people have so many problems with wealth. Not money, but wealth. Whether you're rich or whether you're poor, it causes many problems. A lot of people are in debt up to their eyeballs. A lot of people are struggling incredibly with their finances and and with fear and with uncertainty and all of a sudden the economy takes a plunge or interest rates go up or there are too many credit cards to pay and it all just falls in a heap. Or perhaps you have a share portfolio that's your saving for retirement and you've, you've been enjoying watching it rise like a cake in the oven only to see it collapse as something completely outside your control spooks the share market. There seem to be... A couple of things tied up in all of this. Firstly, we imagine somehow that our well-being completely and absolutely depends on the house that we have, the lifestyle we're accustomed to, the car we drive, the clothes we wear. In other words, we think that if we don't have those things, if we lost them all, oh man, life wouldn't be worth living. And secondly, because we so love money, or at least we're prone to loving money and the things we can buy with it, We're afraid of letting it go. When you love something or someone, you don't want to let it go. That's why parents who've invested heaps in their children cry when this young adult decides to move to another town to study or to work. I mean, we love our children. We don't want to let them go, even though the time has come. And when it comes to money, what we know is that it's not money in and of itself that's at fault, but it's our attitude towards money. Listen to this, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For it's the love of money that's the root of all kinds of evil. And in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. I want to tell you how much I relate to that particular verse. Money was always more than money to me before I met Jesus. Money wasn't just money. 
It was wealth. It had a life of its own. It was a symbol of success and ability. It was something to show off so that other people would know beyond any shadow of a doubt that I was a clever little fellow. And so here's what I did. I worked myself into the ground. I ruined relationships. I worked so hard that it made me sick, not just physically sick from time to time, but emotionally sick and spiritually sick and and socially sick. I was driven to success, and, and the tangible symbol of that success was money. I know of another businessman who took the sales of a well-known retail chain's computer division from just a few million to over half a billion dollars in just a few years. He was the retail guru in the country. Everyone looked at him as as the personification of success. He was earning, not surprisingly, a lot of money. I've heard him share his story a few times, and he told me how when the whole world wanted a piece of him, when he was the golden-haired boy, not just within his company but in retailing across the country, he was vomiting up blood in the toilet. He could hardly sleep. His marriage was falling apart. He hardly even knew his children. Let's just listen to those words of wisdom from the Apostle Paul again, and please, let them sink in. For it's the love of money that's the root of all kinds of evil. And in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from their faith and pierced themselves with many pains. Do you see how true that rings? I wonder if you were just to stop for a moment and think of your life and how you treat money. And let me ask you, to what extent has this servant money become your master as wealth? What are the things that you're doing to serve this master of wealth? The things that are bearing evil fruit in your life? How is wealth drawing you away from the things that really matter? Away from the important things? Away from your faith? Away from your family? Away from your husband or wife? From your children? From spending time with them? From from resting? From enjoying your life? Come on. What are the pains that you're suffering right now because you just have to have that extra money. What are the things you're losing now? What are the hurts in your life that are there because you're chasing after wealth? I know these are hard questions. I know these are confronting questions. But I'm asking you these things because so often when we chase after money, when we chase after wealth, when we travel long distances to go to work to get just maybe 10% more income, than if we had a job close. When we do those things, we miss out on the good things in life. We miss out on the blessings in life. We miss out on the enjoyment in life. Is that really any way to live our lives? You don't see your children. You get, you get up early. You go to bed late. You're exhausted. Your marriage is at risk. Your children don't know you. You have no idea what's going on in their lives. What, for an extra 10% income? Really? It's worth it? Oh, but, but if I didn't have that extra 10%, I wouldn't be able to pay my rent or my mortgage. Okay? How about living in a smaller house? Or perhaps moving to a suburb that isn't quite as expensive as the one in which you currently live? Would the world really come to an end? Oh, yes, it will. Because somehow we've all convinced ourselves that it will if we can't maintain our current lifestyles. Get it? It's a sham. It's a lie. And yet we sacrifice our lives on the altar of this deception. Hello? Friend, listen to me. I'll say it again. Wealth is a tyrant. Wealth is a brutal master. And if we choose to serve that master, it will 
tear our lives apart. Now, maybe you've mastered money in your life, but in fact most people haven't. The great majority are still slaves to it. And so is it any wonder that as a slave to a brutal master, life isn't what it promised to be? Money isn't bringing happiness, either because we're working so hard or our expectations are so high that we can't ever meet them, or we're so far in debt and there are storm clouds on the economic horizon. Jesus put it this way, Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. You can't serve two masters. A slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And that word mammon means the false god of wealth and greed. And the thing with that false god is, that no matter how attractive and enticing it may at first appear, it is a brutal, brutal master to any slave. Before we go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Jesus. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read it, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. Or if you prefer, you can now receive a printed version delivered right to your letterbox. Both of these options are completely free. God's Word, fresh for you each day. Just hop onto our website, freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh eDevotional sign-up waiting right there for you. Or if you prefer, give us a call toll-free on 1300-722-415 to request the printed version of Fresh. That website and toll-free number again are freshdevotional.org or 1300-722-415. Head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.